0: Um, you should use a condom before you listen. The American dream is dead. John Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew Bennett, Beaver Kool Aid.
1: I'm sure glad we got a chance to warm up before you hit that thing.
0: <laughs> it kind of jumped right in there, didn't it? That's a lot, Lloyd. <laughs> Good right. Lord. My ears are deaf right now. Oh. That old lady's got some pipes.
2: I think we should get right in and talk about the Russians. <laughs>
1: Why, are they they, uh, screwing with South by Southwest?
2: No, man, they ended up, they had poisoned uh, two people in the UK. And Britain expelled 23 Russian diplomats over this guy's poisoning. But they did it with this, you know, Russian-made whatever, gas. And uh, it made 22 other people sick. They did it at a restaurant. They had to take the table that the two people were sitting at and destroy it that's how bad it was
1: yeah they didn't they didn't really say how that was administered though right
2: but it was some some kind of nerve agent
1: because that other guy they took down in London that was plutonium, and they dropped this is called some
2: uh, i'll I'll mispronounce this, but it's called Novichok. and it's oh, yeah, a chemical yeah, yeah, weapon yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I developed in the right Soviet ahead. union in the in the eighties wow uh, and they say it's uh you know, ten times more potent than anything before. Then, uh, you know, people pretty much die right away. How do you get These it? People didn't die. You know, I don't know. I, I haven't read much uh, enough about you know to figure out how they administered that in the restaurant. But, uh, but they did poison this couple, this guy and his daughter,
0: because you know, they the were bellies. spies. Why? He's a double agent.
2: Ah, uh, right. Supposedly. And then, of course, the Russians do what the Russians always do. They roll their eyes and go, oh, God, it's such a circus over there. <laughs> you, guys are you, crazy. <laughs> you guys are crazy. You guys are crazy. You don't, I mean, poisoning people? Come on. Those oh, wacky we'll Brits. Us? Us? No. Come on, we're Russians.
1: If he had a knot in his neck, we'd take that out. No problem.
2: <laughs> so I tell you what, I think that this is going to start, you know, some, uh, start some shit over there i think well if you
1: say so i mean we we finally i think uh the president finally acknowledged that yeah that could be the case yeah you know maybe but every time we think something's going to start some shit it doesn't
0: no no matter what it is
2: Yeah, yeah i guess you're right
1: yeah so uh closer to home with you guys the uh Package bombs in Austin.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a strange one. And, uh, you know, the obviously there's the cops are saying that it's the same person because they can tell from how the bombs were built. And they're saying this guy is very, very, very intelligent about his bomb making. Said he knows exactly what he's doing and they are built meticulously to be triggered. So it's a smart person, at least in the bomb world. So does that say ex-military? Does that say... Just some crazy ass wacko who learned how to build a bomb. I don't think so. I don't
2: know.
1: Well, are they? They uh, and, and are they random targets?
2: Well, they didn't go down to didn't go down to book people and get the anarchist cookbook. <laughs> they are,
0: they they haven't ruled out like uh, hate crimes because it's been um, African American and Hispanic. One lady, but uh, and it's on the east and northeast side of town, which was you know uh, where all the bombs were set off at. Uh, One, the young kid, the 17 year old, literally, I don't know if his mom had taken it into the kitchen or something, but they opened it up inside the home and he was instantly killed and she was pretty bad. Yeah. So this guy is it is terrible. And, you know, they're basically saying there's nothing that got shipped. It was something that was just left there in the middle of the night. And you would think with all these cameras everywhere that someone hasn't got video of this person who did that, but, um,
2: well, it's the East side of town and no offense, but they don't have a lot of security cameras over on the East side of town. It's a low income area. That's true. So maybe that's one of the reasons that he did that knowing there weren't too many cameras or she, whoever it is. I tell you what, I, you know, it's a, a good time to talk about what you do with somebody when you find them like that here in Texas. And I was telling a buddy of mine in New York the other day that, uh, we like to hang him high when we find them. Yeah, And uh, I think this guy uh, wrote his death wish when he put the first package on the doorstep.
1: Well, I hope so. The problem so. Is,
2: is, yeah, I mean, you don't want it to happen again.
1: Yeah. They ever nail everybody? It was when all the and the scare? That yeah. seemed to just kind of fade away.
2: Well, I think this one's sort of a, you know, a Unabomber type of deal now, right? I mean, you got to, I mean, you know, it took a long time to find that guy, Ted, whatever his name is, up on the mountains. That's Kevin. I think
1: his name was uh, Drew, Drew Bennett.
2: <laughs> well, it does seem,
0: I mean, it does seem like, you know, there was two in one day, but then he went from like March 2nd, you know, for 10 or 11 days, ever how long it was, but with nothing. I mean, just, you know, the, the first one went off and it was kind of like random and there was nothing else really said that much about it, uh, except that they were looking at it as a homicide, but then it was gone. And then all of a sudden, you know, a couple of days ago, we have two in one day that uh, we're both left there in the middle of the night, so.
2: I mean, I think what we can look at here is that it takes the guy about a month to make his bonds, right? Because the whole thing happened on March 2nd, and then the next one happened, you know, later in the, or rather, last month, right? Or has it always, has it been in the last couple of weeks, Lloyd, that it's all happened? It's three packages
0: like yeah maybe 14 days you know total two 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 and a half weeks something like that
2: yeah so it's taking him about two weeks to a month to make these and then he goes and delivers them yeah but uh, you know evidently it's happening right here in austin texas because it's not getting shipped well the the guy's probably not driving up from san antonio
0: and of course a lot of people are saying you know since we have some of the biggest celebrities in the world in town for south by southwest is that why they did the attack now, you know, because obviously Austin is already in the news and then to add this on top of it, it's like oh my god, you know, is it is it safe to go to South by Southwest? You got the leaving, you know, bombs here. I mean, so is it something against the city? Is it something against South? By I mean, there, there's all this different speculation, but it does seem kind of ironic that it's all, you know, leading up into uh, South by Southwest when you have everyone from Elon
2: Musk to you name it here in town. Well, everything is speculative, but I think that this person is doing everything on the east side of town for a reason. I mean, if you look at the, you know, sites where he's left these packages, they're all off of 183 on the east side of town. Right. So I think there's significance to that. And I don't think that it, I think it might be, of course, I have no idea, but I'll bet it might be just a coincidence that South by Southwest is happening.
1: That's what I would assume.
0: Yeah,
2: could be. There he's back. Sorry about that. Lost my interwebs.
0: Yeah, Drew, uh, Lyle just uh, did this beautiful segue about uh, a big package that was at my house after I did my last visit to the salt lick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I said they found it. Didn't they find another explosive package over at your place?
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, In the bathroom. Yeah.
0: After you... Uh, the last time you went to Salt Lake. Just can't have a podcast without a little shit humor in there, I tell oh, you. No kidding. It's the way it well, is. Well, you know, you're just
1: talking about explosions and packages <laughs> and stuff. And I thought, you know, and you were saying, you think it came up from San Antonio? No, if you wanted to really uh, blow somebody away, you'd send them a dictionary. Yeah. Uh, if you're from
0: here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so I, you know, I have, uh, but I, I see that and that's just, you know, that's one of those creepy things, but, uh, Austin is, is filled with the uh, creepy
0: people. Well, it, it goes sorry. back to, um, you know, strange criminals. We had the, the guy dropping the rocks from the, the overpasses on 35, you know, and that went on for what drew over a year yeah. before they finally got that guy. Yeah. And yeah, so
2: it was an angry white guy.
0: Yeah. Which I have a feeling that's what we're dealing with right now, another angry white guy. And, and I, I keep waiting for the uh, all these posts that are going like, see, told you, you don't need a gun to kill people. You can kill them with bombs. You can kill them with cars. You know, I was just waiting for that post to come after these these bombs started going off. But I haven't seen them yet, but I may have just started something right there. Who knows?
1: And how does the gun advocate sound again?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see there, you don't need a gun. That's what I'm saying, man. You can kill people with bombs, cars, pipe wrenches, Kaiser blades, sling blades. I like to call it a Kaiser blade. You know. Yeah, we've heard that,
1: Lloyd. Uh, yeah, now that you've given me the voice, then I know what to look out for because right. I have to be on my guard. So yeah. I, if I hear someone who sounds like that, I'm thinking, all right. You better run
0: because he's packing. 2080.
2: So here's here's the weird thing about this whole package bomb thing because the new, the new tip on this is that you know, the two people that were killed were members of an African-American, you know, uh, church on the east side of town. Mm. And they knew one another. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't hear that. history. Yeah, they go to the same church.
0: Uh, so maybe this guy does know who exactly he's going after then instead of just some random person picking a package up off their front steps. I don't know.
2: You gotta, I mean, this kid, Draylon Mason, 17 years old. He played the bass.
0: Yeah, he was about
1: to go yeah, into UT music. this guy is not the target. I don't think so. Hard to I, say. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know. I thought I saw on that story that they that these two, the la- the latest victims, had relatives that knew one another, and that that was the connection, that they didn't directly know one another. I could be wrong on that, too. Yeah. But, well, they say that wrong. Stephen
2: House and Draylon Mason knew one another and went to the same church. Oh, mm. Okay. Well, there you go. And that's what the, that, and that, that was on NBC News. But, you know, who knows what the facts really are. Um, but they do think that they're, they're related. And what's amazing is that it's an African-American church on the east side of town. These people know one another. You know, they were active members in their community. And, um, you know, and the person that is, that is targeting these people, if, if he's targeting people who are connected in some way, knows how to make a bomb better than anybody in the city. Yeah. That's frightening.
0: It is frightening. And I don't think it's his last uh, attack or her last attack. I'm thinking it's probably a male, but uh, you never know. But uh, you can't assume these things. However, I don't think it's his last one. And where he'll be next, nobody knows. But I will say one thing. The mayor and the police chief have done a pretty good job of creating awareness of, you know, be on your... On your guard, you know, for these packages, especially in a, a city like Austin, where, you know, it's very Amazon friendly, not only Austin all over the country, but still people getting a package almost at least, I would say on an average once or twice a week is kind of the norm, be it from the post office or whatever, you know.
1: Well, you don't know yeah. about my love life, do you? <laughs> <laughs> really?
2: They're, no, gonna, you. they're not going to talk about what the packages look like. Obviously, I don't think they're going to get on and say, "Yeah, they're they're coming in Amazon boxes." I mean, they're not going to say those
0: kinds. Well, they're not. I mean, and they've said that it it hasn't been you know delivered through any type of delivery service. It was obviously someone walked who off. walked up to the to the house and left it there. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's. The awareness is there. There's got to be some cameras somewhere, somehow that's going to get this person. And and that's it. You know, they've got to have that. There's just too many cameras out there now.
2: I mean, you got to be looking at 183 and and looking at who's been, you know, they're on the case on this guy. promise you. Yeah, you're right. Lloyd, they probably have, you know, seen video of several suspicious people walking around in the middle of the night on the east side on some kind of a camera. That's got to be around.
0: I mean, somewhere. I haven't seen any what they're saying the package looks like, but I got to assume it's a cardboard box, you know, that looks like an Amazon package or whatever UPS, because like I said, if it doesn't, didn't look that suspicious for two people to just randomly open up a box without a, a label on it. I mean, I, I wouldn't do that. Would you, if you saw a box outside with no label on it, I wouldn't touch it even before this happened. I would still have my suspicions about that.
2: Yeah. You know, I mean, if if it's a brown, I, you know, I just envision, who knows what it looked like, but I just envision a brown box, you know, just a cardboard box with not too many markings on it Yeah. and, and they, they bring it in. But on the other hand, you know, if they bring it in and, and open it and, you know, maybe it did have some, I don't know, markings on it that they thought, you know, oh, this came from you know, the post office or...
0: And yeah, another thing they haven't said, if, if there was a name written on the box or, like I said, if, if this person knew it or if it was just, like I said, some random person, he went like, okay, I'm just going to leave it on this house and see what happens. I, I think this guy's way more smarter than we're giving him credit for. I think he's definitely got something... He knows exactly what he's yeah. doing. I don't think this is just some hey, let me drop a box off at this dude's house and see if they open the see what lid. Happens. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I, you know, I told Julie. I said, don't. We can't order anything from Amazon until this is over. I don't <laughs> want anything coming to the house. I don't. I don't want anything coming to the house.
0: I, as soon as this, the second one happened, I mean, I literally text the girls because you know it was spring break, and I said, look. Do, do not open anything that comes to the house right now. I said, if you see something out there that looks suspicious, call 911. Because I was at work, I was like, I don't know if they've heard this news story or what, but I mean, I was definitely on my my high guard. You know, because like I said, we get packages all the time. It's not uncommon to see a package on your front door when you get home. So,
2: could you imagine how many boxes of diapers the cops are opening right now? Oh <laughs> boy, yeah, that'd be a lot. Yeah, I'm
1: thinking about uh, you know the kids eagerly awaiting the arrival of the Nickelback box set, <laughs> and they're just opening up everything that comes to the house.
0: That or your uh, your transgender rubber suit, man. You know, I like can imagine the look on their face when they pop that thing open. There it is. How
2: am I going to open up that now? <laughs> yeah, it's like
1: I have a I have a, an intense need to mask, and, <laughs> and now I'm afraid to open up the box. Exactly right, man. Right. You, and then for those of us who steal packages from neighbors.
2: Uh, oh,
0: yeah. That could be the <laughs> ultimate probably, bad karma, huh? <laughs> that
2: probably isn't going to happen. Yeah.
0: Time, so. Talk about bad karma, man. Good God.
1: Yes, man. Kapow. I tell you something that I still is going to think that's going to blow up. Here's my big segue. As you can see, I signed in today with the name Stormy Lyles. <laughs> uh, I think the Stormy Daniels thing is going to really blow up.
0: She's sure getting more than her fifteen minutes. That's for sure.
1: She's already done a sixty minutes deal with Anderson Cooper. Yeah, that's that's ready to go. I think there's a lot. I think
2: there's a lot in there. What does she know? I mean, and and by the way, I mean, can the guy have an affair and still be the president of the United States? Well, I guess I don't understand. You know what 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 the deal is? I know they paid her some shut shut up money. You know, not to tell a story about something. You know, about some affair that he might have had. But, you know, well, it's I think not it like you, this is the first time that a president's had an affair.
1: Right. No, and of course, it was way before he was president. Um, it's, not, it's not that. It's somebody who just has a story to tell. May want to tell it.
2: I think she's doing this, you know, 15 minutes of fame thing. And I'm not, de- I'm not defending the guy. <laughs> I'm not defending you him. You think?
0: Yeah, of course she is. But even if the worst case scenario comes out in full detail... I still think Trump walks away from it with not a scratch. I mean, it just it has got to the place. This guy, you know, used to call that that mob guy, the Teflon Don. That's what Donald Trump is, man. It, it doesn't matter what you throw at him, what comes out about him, what photos may appear, what audio you have, what video you have, the dumb shit he says. He just keeps walking away from it. And those loyal followers are like, yeah, whatever. That's it's what blows me away about this guy. I mean, he
2: said during his campaign in the middle of Times Square that he could shoot and kill a guy and nothing would happen to him. <laughs> right. You know, so you're right. But about it's,
1: you know, it's nothing about uh, what he's you know, we already know what he's been doing in office. But I'm just it's not a, it's it's just a, it's also the, the fact that uh, I'm, I'm surprised she took one hundred and thirty at the time she did, considering where he was and what was going down. Maybe she had to think about that a little bit. Well right. if he loses? I uh, probably won't get any money. Uh, I better make my my deal now. And one hundred and thirty.
0: Yeah. But well, what she wants to give it back, right? Or did she of give course. it back?
1: Well, that's, that's because his said. name's not on the uh, on the agreement, right?
2: DD. It's listed as DD.
1: Yeah. Here's your one hundred and thirty back because I can cash in. I can get a whole lot more.
0: Right. But I mean, on why that. why are we intrigued by it? I mean, is it just like i said i mean the, i get it the most powerful man in america and a porn star i mean like it sounds like the shit that tmz would have a field day with but why do i mean the are the democrats want it maybe to try one more time to take him down which is not going to happen some porn star story coming out is not going to take trump down if oh, he's no. got through all this other stuff but, but why why a, are we intrigued by it
1: you uh you also have a strong evangelical base
0: well that's true
1: and you see whether or not uh, situations like this cause some erosion. I mean, there that is out and out adultery.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, well, especially with Franklin Graham. I mean, he's he's the you know, the biggest biggest that's out there that really continues to support Trump, man. I mean, and that's what that's what has blown me away, literally, since Trump announced he was, you know, running for president and get these backers from them. And again, why are they not pulling away? I just I don't understand that. It's just some mystery to me man how he can continue to hold on to to those guys
2: well i mean look i mean you know bill clinton got a blow job in the oval office and didn't get impeached
1: yeah it's very difficult to impeach though you've got to have 67 senators voting uh for impeachment Mm -hmm. and that's really gonna be hard to get I mean, even if you got to a point where, because of all these other things, not, nothing could relate to this. This is just kind of the the seamy stuff that you watch because there's always so much denial and the fact that she's a wicked girl. And another person who admitted that uh, Trump was kind of getting a little randy, whether it was Jessica Drake, another wicked girl, who I think went to Judson High School, really in San Antonio. Wow, always got to look for the local connection. Sure, you know, it's so always have to do. You got to look for the local connection. But um, yeah, it's just you know it's that that kind of thing. It's kind of playful because you know it's going to come out. So I'm just waiting for it to to do that. Does it does it really harm him? No, no it harms his marriage. So I'm well, sure I think what
2: happened, happened is that Michael Cohen set up a corporation, okay, an LLC. Yeah, at a he but... made a hundred and thirty thousand dollar payment to Stormy Daniels in October. It's what uh, what some of the the facts coming down are, and the reason that this is important is because. If the article is true, that makes that $130,000 payment to her, I think, a felony mm. uh, in violation of election laws. So, wow. yeah, it, is, it could be serious.
1: There we go. See, that's that's an informed opinion. We'll have no more of that on Beaver Cool. Yeah, what the hell are you
0: doing, Drew? Have you been reading? I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's reading. Uh, yeah.
1: He didn't just pull that. He, he didn't he pull that out, of that out of
0: his. What? Joe Prep. Nice. That
1: prolapse thing down there. He, uh. He was reading that.
0: Yeah,
2: but yeah, that I think that's I think the reason you know anybody who's saying well why is this even happening? And you, I mean, because you can have an affair. What you can't do is uh, is give hush money, uh, you know, as a part of some sort of you know campaign dollar money flow.
1: Yeah, just be... like you said, Lloyd. Right? What? Isn't that what you said, Lloyd?
0: Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I said. Of course.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I got you. See, there's more. There's more there, Lloyd.
0: Well, Drew is sounding very intelligent. I mean, I I I think he's uh, obviously had the soul of Stephen Hawking take over his body or something like that. Because he sounds way more intelligent this week than he did last week.
2: So. Oh well, thanks. I appreciate that. Very much. So. Speaking, Speaking Hawking, of Stephen Hawking, Einstein, 70, uh, uh, seventy-six Birken. years old. Yeah. 76 years old and uh and and uh you know they only gave him six months to live when he was diagnosed with als way back in the day yeah
1: yeah he was 21 when he was diagnosed
2: yeah hey you look at some of those old pictures of his wedding and he looks like a lovely man it's uh, sad that that you know had to happen to him and that he was trapped in his body like that for such a long time i've seen it uh, hit families and it's it is devastating yeah it is a devastating disease and it's but it, I, frankly it's a surprise that he lived that long. Yeah, well, definitely,
0: because most people don't.
2: Yeah, that's right. Most people really decline uh, rather quickly, and it's a painful thing to watch.
0: So, what do you think is going to be his biggest uh, legacy that he has? I mean, obviously, he's had a lot, but is there one thing that kind of stands out to mainstream America that you know he'll be remembered for?
2: You know, I think he 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 had that. Uh, that documentary called a brief History of Time," mm-hmm. came out in 1988 yeah, and um, you know it, it, it uh, you know he, he tries to explain or or pontificates on big bangs and black holes and I think what he leaves is uh, you know that that uh, legacy of, of uh, teaching the world what uh, what those sort of celestial uh, events are like and what he thinks happened with time. Yeah.
1: Establishing theory in in cosmology, or as you would say, Lloyd, in cosmetology. So, uh, and he did a pretty damn good job with that too. See, once again, Drew's coming through is really informed. I thought this was the guy who started Bucky's. Is that not right? (laughs) Because when you were talking about legacy, I was immediately going to say, well, come on, how stupid can you be? He started Bucky's. Yeah. Am I wrong on that? Invented the snack wall. Yeah,
2: people, <laughs> wake up. No, I well, think I, I uh, really
1: I need to read. I need to read more substantive stuff. Yeah. obviously. Yeah, I think
2: the silly thing that he did though in his life uh, was that um, you know he threw the party. He threw the party, and then he didn't tell anybody about the party until the party was over. Yeah, and he did, and he did that to prove that time travel was impossible because he said look if i threw a party and there were, and time travel existed they would have showed up at the party and my my counter to that was what if nobody wanted to come to your party man
0: yeah
1: they all oh, knew well, it was well, gonna guys, happen this is the kind of stuff that makes me kind of dizzy and sick to my stomach
2: <laughs> i just thought it was a, a, a that tad egotistical that he did the whole you know that whole thing and a little silly but anyway Maybe he knew something was what I like to do. I like to shit on people that just died.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. I just didn't know if it was that or stone speculation. You know, like uh have you notice that the man made world is predicated upon the right angle, yet the right angle rarely exists in nature. <laughs> Good God. What? <laughs> True. Pass past the vape. Oh, Good ah, God. God. No kidding. Yeah. yeah, that's usually when the hot chick leaves.
0: <laughs> ain't that the truth but but wait
2: (laughs) but i think he goes down as you know one of the great thinkers of you know all time and i think he goes down as uh you know most mostly famous for a brief history of time at least that's how i uh know stephen hawking we've
0: sure found a lot more planets than the nine that i was taught about in elementary school since uh you looked up into the sky and it's like, hey, there might be more out there than the nine. And, uh, you know, NASA sure love the guy. So, I mean, he's got that uh, got that going for him. So, maybe uh, you know, there's space only, there's only and eight time. Now.
2: There's only eight planets now. Well. Because they, dick, they dicked Pluto. It's a star, right? Decided it was a moon or a star.
1: Yeah. I need to learn more about this. Is there a Stephen Hawking uh, graphic novel that maybe I can pick up?
2: I don't know about a graphic novel, but I, but you can go and rent a brief history of time and, and watch it. I watched it back in the eighties when it came out.
1: But isn't that, isn't that just a documentary based upon his book by the same name? Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, that's the kind of thing that maybe I'd want to read, but I got to have pictures.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What you're saying is that you want, uh, a comic book. A Stephen Hawking comic right. book? No,
1: that's a graphic novel. Oh, sorry,
2: sorry. Just get you
0: a ten, get your little pen, get you a little light, sit outside under the stars, read a couple pages, and then just look up. And that's your that's your uh, your metaphor for photos. You know, you're out there, you're with them, you're traveling. It's just like
1: all the Neil deGrasse Tyson stuff. That stuff gets me so horny that uh, I just go crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy.
2: So there's a book called <laughs> Stephen Hawking a graphic guide that you can buy on Amazon. There you go. You are doing your research. Man, he Ten is. Bucks. And uh, it's a graphic novel. Good. John, you should You should Thank be able you. to. Yeah, man.
0: It's amazing how you engaged you are, Drew, and you're not stoned, man. <laughs> 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 uh.
1: Oh, it just allows me to live around you, normal people, the right. commoners. That's, that's all. That's right. The way I can get around me.
2: Yeah. Otherwise, my brain would continually
1: expand. And you know, all of a sudden, your head resembles the light bulb because <laughs> I mean that's what it's doing. Or is it? Or is it just like everything else is continually expanding?
2: You know, I tell you what. The only thing I really know is that time is relative and uh, flexible and uh and albert einstein said the dividing line between past present and future is an illusion so reality is is ultimately timeless and it sounds pretty bizarre you know from the view of of you know classic physics but from the view of consciousness theory and spirituality i think it fits in perfectly
0: yeah that was well (laughs) said man good god
2: classic physics
0: well said
1: does that mean I have oh, to hear her, she's oh, a little hey, I had away to again? dig
0: deep for that one. Wow. Uh, yeah. Jeez it was <laughs> Good God. I think I just picked my nose and ate a booger or something, man. I feel pretty stupid right classic, now. Classic. Classic physics. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Timeless. What is the physics of picking a booger out of your nose. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, he well, went to rel- Carol. It's all relative <laughs> to time, man. <laughs> yeah like the chambers brothers right time is an illusion right right time is an illusion
2: well you know they can sit and talk about you know black holes and the big bang theory and you know space travel and and the entire cosmos and they can sit and, and talk to you about how insignificant you are you know because you live on a little tiny rock in a really big space
0: but why do you like, have you know, to die to, of them why do you have to die to finally see it why can't you see it while you're living you know
2: if none of that if you none of if, none of them can explain what happened prior to the big bang right they they know that the big bang happened yeah but nobody there's two things that always weird me out nobody can tell us what happened prior to the big bang and then nobody knows why we sleep you know what i'm saying
0: usually i sleep after i have a big bang
2: but you know that's uh, that's the yeah. way it works but isn't it weird that nobody knows why we sleep i think see, it's weird
1: see this is it the hot chick just left yeah.
0: <laughs> great there she goes
1: this used to be a curse of mine when i was much younger you know i started uh, talking about this and realize oh okay
2: I just think it's interesting, though. All I was left with
1: was me and the guy that passed out two hours
2: ago. (laughs) You you hear people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he sits and he's just, I mean, he's such a fucking egotist. I can't, ugh. There's plenty of people that like him. And Bill Nye. Fuck that guy, too. Ah. The science guy? Yeah. Fuck him. By the way, it's not Bill Nye the science guy. It's Bill Nye the bachelor in engineering. Okay? That's all he has. He's got a bachelor's degree in engineering.
1: Man. You're and all of a sudden a one he's a science kids guy
2: how could you oh, shit on, on that dude it. he puts a cup of dawn and some fucking baking soda in a can and shakes it up for a couple of kids and all of a sudden he's a scientist <laughs> <Fuck> hey
1: <God. laughs> whatever it takes to get kids interested in science that's all right Hey, right? you know
2: i'm with you on that i just think that bill nye is kind of he's one of those guys that i don't know he's got this huge following on reddit and the internet loves bill nye fuck bill nye hey and, and, and fuck Neil deGrasse Tyson too. Both of these guys, they sit and talk, oh, you're about, hurting it. Me, they talk man. about like, they know everything that there is to know. And I'm like, okay, well tell me why we sleep then motherfucker.
1: Yeah, that's all right.
2: No, I'm all about the STEM. Okay. I'm not going to shit on any of that. You know, I want all the kids to go down to the little science museum and have a time and grow up and be scientists. Just don't be an asshole about it when right. you are. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? There is, a, there is an assholeness uh, associated with intelligence. And believe me, I have none of that. That's why I'm a nice guy.
1: <laughs> this is what I've had to deal with. Yeah, same thing, Lloyd.
2: I think you can be really, really, really smart and be a nice guy. I don't know, man. I just man. Don't, think that a, I don't think that these two guys are that nice. You know what I'm saying? And in the case of a couple of them, they get on and just—I don't know—it's just so egotistical to watch sometimes. I'm Dude, like, I thought like five years
1: came. ago you were all over Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know, maybe so,
2: but if my my opinion of has years. changed over time because time is flexible and rolling.
0: Right. Now, if you go back to that time in your life, you could time travel. You could go back and tell that Drew's like, "Hey, man, this yeah. guy's an asshole. You don't need to." What are you
2: th- thinking? What are you thinking? Two thousand twelve, you? <laughs> right. I mean, if Einstein
1: was around now, you'd say, "Hi, oh, guy." Yeah. <laughs> okay, Einstein.
2: This is no shit. What a dick! Didn't and what that, that accent's big. not
1: real, right? <laughs> <laughs> he is, it's just an affectation, so he sounds smarter than he really is. That's all. It's kind of like when pigs yeah. with an English accent get laid, you know? And it's just because of the accent. Like, how can I compete with that? You
0: just got to get a little more Cockney.
1: I'm, well, I'm working on an Armenian accent now. I have to go. I have to do something that's more obscure so that people don't know it's so bogus. Right. So you just have to pick out some kind of nationality and uh, see if you can sound like that. People have no
0: clue. I think Armenian would work for you. You got that deep you know, voice, like that? you know, and you, you throw that Armenian accent with those pipes and shit, man. You'd well, probably have women just that. going all over you then.
1: It's, uh, it's always, had, how do you trap a woman when you're old, blind, deaf, and unemployed?
2: Hmm. Well, you have to go down, you have to lower your standards.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. You know? John. That's what I keep that. telling them. Lower your standards.
2: <laughs> 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 you think you're going to find something decent out there? There's really nothing decent out there anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's really, I went out last night down to... Some bar, I don't even know what it's called. Sitting around with all these guys talking, these pretty girls that we're sitting there talking to. And I just sat there and thought, what a waste of, what a gigantic waste of time this is. And I can't believe that I'm sitting here talking to these people and that they all are single and go home alone at the end of the night. And it just reminded me of my, you know, my single years. I never want to go back to that. I really enjoy being married, even when it's really hard. And it's been very hard.
0: Bring me down, dude. Bring me <laughs> yeah, down. Why don't you tie another knot in that rope <laughs> <Yeah>. there, Drew? <laughs> yeah. Good uh, God. Go back to classic physics. I'm sorry.
1: No, I'm just really <laughs> relating to that. <laughs> I've been alone for almost four years. Way to go, Drew. Wow.
0: <laughs> man.
1: That's great. Holy shit. Hey,
2: I'm so dinner desperate. Dinner That's what I man. mean. I'm
1: outside looking at the stars and... Uh, Choking it to, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson graphic novels. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> there you are. You know, I didn't look you at to any Neil deGrasse say, uh, well, you Tyson know what? graphic novels. Let me novels. tell you something, Drew Bennett. <laughs> Sometimes it's not your choice. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's true. That's Sometimes true. Sometimes somebody else says, "I don't want to be with you." Right. Any longer. Yeah. And there you are, and then you're released out there to the world at large
0: now drew how old were these folks you were hanging out with these guys were they your well, age, or they my my age they my age
2: or... kids they were young kids and so we were you know younger than me half my age so you were out on east rainy
0: street and you're you were out on east rainy street and you were the old guy is that what i'm talking I was on about?
2: red river and i was the old guy all right well yeah. but one of them did say to me you don't look 45 i thought that was very nice <laughs> Uh, but, uh, she was like easily 50, 55
1: right. Yeah, Cause guys are out like that and they're not looking at chicks. They just, they're, they're, they want to get home and play video games.
0: But seriously, are guys in their fifties, middle age, actually going to bars and try to pick up chicks? I mean, or is it, is, yeah,
1: that still happens
0: in no, some you can places do that. I'm, I'm at, but it's, it's pretty pathetic. Well, that's what I would think. I was like the last place I think I would, you know, especially in your fifties or God, 60s you're still going to a bar trying to pick up a chick what are you what are you gonna get because you're gonna get weird uh, horrible Well looks. you better
1: get it from what I can tell you better, you, you better get a front-end loader uh <laughs> it's depressing
2: <laughs> it's depressing, <laughs> it's depressing. The, the, you know I just don't i look at those years of my life and go I don't want to relive I would never want to relive those again well, right. you can't. I'm just talking about my i'm not really talking about my single years as much as the entire thing you know being in your 20s and having to God, how many times did I hear yesterday down at South by Southwest? Well, I'm interning right now for this company downtown.
0: Well, you again, know? it's who you're hanging out with. You're
2: years old and you're interning and you know what I'm saying? And you just yeah. like, you sit and you have to fight for everything that you get. Fuck that. I don't want to do that again. No, But you know I, I, I
1: had a great time in my 20s.
2: No, I did. Well, I it was, was great.
1: you know, I you guess I was fortunate. I had a great time. Of course, I'm paying for it now.
0: But I'm extremely curious, the folks that are listening that are in their 40s, 50s, or 60s, uh, I mean you know, that may be going through the same thing you are. Lyle, what are they doing? I mean, are they going back to church? Are they doing the match.com thing or online? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like you said, it's got to be probably tougher now, way tougher now as you're older than it was back in the day when you would go to a bar and try to pick up a girl. You know, I mean, it's got to be really difficult.
2: I'll tell you what, I you know, and this is going to be, people. some people are going to roll their eyes with what, I, what I'm going to say. But I think if you want to go and meet a quality person, who is, you know, close to your age or or close to your preference or whatever, uh, someone who's who's likely doesn't have some kind of an emotional issue, then you need to go to church. You need to go and find that at church.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's what Billy always said.
1: I don't know, man. Those chicks are nasty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, you mean church girls?
1: Yeah, you when you get your uh, mega church girls, they're nasty, man.
2: <laughs> Why? Why are they nasty?
1: <laughs> they just are. They they come on like uh, like Jesus girls, and then they they're not really like that. I think that's just a filter. Hmm. So then they can get what they well, really I,
2: want. I I th- I think that you can have that part of your life, and then you know when you get home and and you you're in the comfort of your own home and in your bedroom with your your loved one and, and you want to take it in the butt. I don't see any problem with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the problem is she has to watch me. <laughs> That's not pleasant.
2: Yeah, the hypocrisy thing happens quite a bit in churches. And you you look at somebody and go, wow, they go to church every every week and then he's having an affair. Yeah. I mean all they're
1: doing is just going to church.
2: But but you know they they're just going to church. I mean the, the only that's thing that's different day. than We're than guys. anybody else around here is that that person is going to church and I it just it's funny to me when someone says, "Oh, can't believe that that woman goes to church every Sunday and she's sleeping with that other man." Yeah. And it's like, "Well, <sighs> you know,
1: as one who is raised in the church, who's not a believer, I just think there's a lot of fallacious thinking that goes into all these things where somebody who professes to be a christian is somehow going to be more morally grounded than someone who doesn't yeah. Yeah. um i you know I, I turn over a lot of rocks i find all sorts of different people and uh, it's just it's more of a mathematical game the older you get the the availability of what you're looking for is extremely limited extremely limited but i gotta think it's, it's just as hard Especially for a woman 58 like me and looking to tag a 35 year old who doesn't want children
2: mm-hmm. you're getting into the brady bunch years you know where uh you're gonna meet somebody she's got three kids you got three kids well, at I mean, my
1: age they got three kids and they're all in their 20s i don't want to deal with that i don't want to deal mm-hmm. with any of those things but then childless people they're a little different too because they've you know, the world has pretty much revolved around them, even if they've been, been in marriages before, because they've never had to, as we all know, uh, sacrifice a lot of things to to have children and raise yeah. children. Oh, yeah. And so that's a different trip. And since I have younger children, oh, yeah, I forgot to add that. Okay, let me see. What was it? Unemployed, old, blind, deaf, got a
0: gut. And a nine and twelve year old. I mean, you've been doing it your entire life raising kids, man. So I applaud you for that. At least, at least I mean, your legacy is longer. John Lyle is a great father, and boy, he did it his entire life.
1: I, mean, I had a friend of mine suggest uh, that I join a mega church, and I said no, that's not right. He goes, no, better yet, man,
0: you need to start your own church. <laughs> yeah. You can wear your wine shirt, your mm-hmm. shorts. Mm-hmm. I didn't allow you to use my NRA guy voice there. That's I did, You didn't. You didn't ask me. Could you use that? Now, come on. Yeah, I did use it a little bit.
1: Yeah. Now I was trying to do the A and M voice because he's a he's an Aggie. Uh, well, I gotta tell you, John, like that. Yeah.
2: Um. Man, I go to Possum Baptist Church every Sunday,
1: <laughs> and I tell
0: you what, the Christian karaoke has really caught on. <laughs> <laughs> They're all singing songs about Jesus, man, you know? Uh, that's good. Christian
2: karaoke.
0: That's good. You know how contemporary Christian music's like that. I
1: mean, it, it doesn't have to be – you could just – you know, maybe it's spiritual, but at the same time, it could just be a pop song. Yeah. and yeah. be talking yeah. about another human being because that's I how can't... you can kind of cross over these things and assure that you pick up a bunch of Dove Awards.
2: I can't listen to the, the Christian radio stations because – And it's not even the music for me. Like, I, you know, I'm a Christian. I go to church. I just can't listen to those Christian radio stations much because, number one, I mean, the music is mostly bad. There's a few songs, maybe 20% of the records that I would go, it's not so bad. But it's the personalities that are so
0: bad. Yeah, they all sound like fucking Delilah.
2: Everything sounds like a motivational poster when you're listening to it. She gets on and goes, they just come on and they go, have you ever felt like you're just not enough and that you just you want to give up you just want to crawl into your couch eat a bucket of ice cream i've been there god's been there he loves you here's michael w smith and i just can't it's every time
1: (laughs) is that is that a local thing or is that a k-love
2: thing it's all it's no it's a k-love air one spirit yeah it's every one of them does it everybody yeah Yeah, they don't have and then, and then the morning show is the most milk toast thing you've ever listened to in
1: your. Well, life. Well, maybe you need to get on, Drew. Change it up a little bit. Yeah,
2: yeah I liked I your
0: delivery good. right there, Drew. You bring it, man. You're, that was good. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to yeah, take them down to the gutter.
2: My own motivation.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean that's what Joel Osteen is. Joel Osteen is not a a preacher. He's a he's a motivational speaker. He's telling you everything's going to be great in your
2: life. I hate Lloyd. Well, he preaches that prosperity you know, Christianity, right. which I don't really agree with. Yeah.
0: You know, Better watch out. <clears throat> well, Lloyd's faves.
2: I know. There you I go. Hey, look,
0: man, my house is not big enough. I need one bigger because that's what Joel says. It's like, don't, don't ever think about your surroundings because once you, you know, it's, once you get kind of stagnant, that's, that's it. That's a limitation. That's right. Think big. Okay. If, hey, look, if if you got a big problem, your God is bigger. Okay. That's what I got to say. Yeah.
2: Nice work, man. Maybe you should. Maybe you should be doing this.
0: Well, look, I'm already got. You know, I'm should. going into politics. I can't be a, a politician and a preacher, you know. So I got to pick one sure or the other. Can. I got to pick yeah, one or the other. Put
2: a, let's go put a new spin on a Christian radio station. <laughs> Just Christian. You, know, you
1: may. You may wonder why we sleep, but God knows.
0: <laughs> he designed you. <laughs> Hey, even God rested on the seventh day. I mean, come on, right there. We're just living in his image, man. We have to rest, you know? Our work is done for the day. There you go. That's my metaphor.
1: God in three persons, blessed
0: <laughs> Trinity. <laughs> oh, man.
2: There's
0: nothing wrong with going to church. No, I, I, and I'm not a church goer myself. I, I believe, no, I'm not a church goer. I mean, I went to, um, I did for brief time and I was in San Antonio, the little church that rocks the uh, Bandera road, uh, church there, which I really liked. I thought it was, you know, it wasn't judgmental. There was all walks of life there. I was like, okay, this kind of feels like a cool church. I like it, you know? And then I moved back to Austin and haven't really found anything like that since, but... Uh, well,
2: you know, Austin's uh, the most secular city in the nation. Yeah. We have more uh, godless heathens living here than any other city. I believe it. Yeah.
0: We I believe less it.
2: churches per capita, but the most churches per capita of any city in the nation is, anyone know? Las Vegas. Wow. More churches in Las Vegas than there are in any other city. Yeah, they don't have any congregants.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah,
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> what was that preacher's name john
0: that uh, Bandera road he was a pretty cool guy he was on your show a couple times right
1: yeah uh is it dave
0: pastor dave yes he was a good dude
1: like that road community church
0: yeah the little church that rocks yeah
2: so they have so i guess they have um they have rock music that they play you get in there it's a concert is that the deal
0: well it's just like i said man it's, it's they, their thing is they welcome you know everyone from bikers to grandmothers you know that kind of thing is like no matter if you walk in here with your jeans and your leather or whatever it was just you know wide open very diverse and you know it was very casual you know but yeah they had they had bands plugged in but you know i mean it to me it just felt like we were all just kind of hanging out and you know not not being preached to but just kind of
1: yeah it's not yeah. like that now
0: oh really yeah, a
1: consultant came in. Uh, yeah. See, that's yeah. what happened. it all. The God they consultants. 1500
2: bucks a month, the bastard. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they only play four songs now. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> the sermons eight seconds long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You got to be. Yeah. Uh... But the, but they do a lot of teasing on the next week's sermon.
2: Uh, Father that's John, you, you didn't about. identify the church in the first five seconds. <laughs>
0: Well the the congregation is only tuned in for 16 minutes, too, so and they're out of there. So, you know, you got to get yeah, it in there. Yeah. That's that's the way it is.
1: So, that's not why they're not coming in.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, you know, gotta, it's the the, it's
2: the Episcopal denomination do. is the denomination that's so inclusive, right? I mean, you can be a gay person, you can be a a female, you know, priest. I mean, there's there's, you know, there's lots of uh, uh I think inclusive, you know, uh attributes to the Episcopalian denomination the rest of them uh aside and, and then the non-denominational churches you know the gateways of the world and you know like the uh Joel Osteen churches of the world mm-hmm. they, they're sort of inclusive you know everybody come in. doesn't matter what you're wearing bring your bike but the Episcopalian denomination people don't realize that it's always been interesting to me that you can be a gay person and go into Episcopalian church but are you gonna love the service right because when you get in there Everything's very, it's by the
0: book, know, right? I mean, it's literally scripted. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 It's Catholic light. Right. And so you get in there and that's well, uh, the church of England. Yeah. And so, so it's interesting to me that you, that you go in there with that kind of a lifestyle, right? And then you're, you'll be witness to that, that kind of a, a service. It's yeah. interesting to me.
0: It is interesting. Yeah. I went to an Episcopal uh, funeral once and I thought it was the most impersonal thing I'd ever been to. I was like, well, they were just like reading from the the script and inserted his name and that was it. I mean, it was, the, it sucked. Yeah. It was horrible.
2: Yeah. I just went to an episcopalian uh memorial service myself. And uh it's very, you know, get up, sit down, turn around. You know. Yeah, a lot of movement boogie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it was a, a, an interesting thing. And everybody is incredibly sad and crying and 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 it's you're right, Lloyd, it's sort of uh I don't know, very ceremonious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very very, let's do this first, and let's do this second, and this third, and everybody's going home.
0: So I'm thinking if Stephen Hawkins could send us back to the beginning of this uh, Beaver Kool-Aid podcast, what, what do you think he would have told us, or what, what would we, we have told ourselves? What have we learned today? We could go back to the very beginning and start over right now. Would we do the same hey, show?
2: We still don't know why we sleep. We've been here a whole hour. <laughs>
0: I know why our listeners are sleeping right now.
2: Fuck you, Bill Nye. (laughs) Fuck you, Bill. (laughs) Fuck you, Neil. You don't know shit about shit. I will go to your party and I will tear it up. Really? Beaver Kool-Aid. Did it hard
0: with Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Bruce. Take
2: it like a man.
0: So go ahead, stick your head up your ass.